strokes the three from the left wing. Gagliardi, why not? He's feeling it. He's oh, my from three. Goodness. After Jr. down the lane, drops to Rainwater for a two-handed slam. That's what you do. He will tear down a rim this year. Largy able to blow by the pressure. Now a lob. Rivers throws it down. Cato tries it again. You bet. Caleb Cato back-to-back threes. Hey everyone and welcome to the 26th episode of Screecher Report. This is Russell on the mic or Viva La Russ on Twitter. My co-host Elliot, uh, he is unavailable at the time of this recording as he has just stormed Area 51. Um, after that he's going to go look for Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. But this week it's just going to be me, I'm flying solo, but we're going to make up for that with a extra interview at the end here. Um, in a few minutes, we'll be speaking with Brian Ross. He is the founder, the creator of the new Twitter page and brand a sun pros. Um, they've been doing really good stuff in their short amount of time. Um, just covering all the professional athletes that have come out of a sun schools and it's just really entertaining and good bit of information. Uh, he's also got a podcast, so look out for that. And of course, we will be continuing our interviews with all the FGCU men's basketball newcomers. Uh, This week is Duquesne transfer Tavian Dunn-Martin. So we're going to go ahead and get started with those interviews, and we'll do them back-to-back and just to finish up the pod. Thank you guys for listening. Brian Ross here. He's a UNF grad and the founder of the new and exciting uh, Twitter account and brand ASUN Pros. That's at ASUN Pros, A S U N P R O S. Hey, Russell, thanks for so, having me. Um, I really appreciate how you been, man? My podcast debut. I'm doing well. Things have started to pick up. We're with this new Twitter page and the new brand podcast as well, interviewing professional athletes from the ASUN. And I've uh, recently started to get into more sports other than. Baseball and basketball, that's what I started on. Just kind of get a foundation on what I was doing. Recently started to dive into some professional soccer, researching more and more ASUN pros every day. You know, try to cover them all. Sure. And, uh, yeah, there's especially with soccer, you got your hands full there. Soccer, swimming, diving. It's like you find out somebody from your schools in the Olympics. You're like, oh, damn. Anyway, so you're a UNF grad, like we said. Um, we're at Creature Report. We're FGCU grads, and we cover strictly basketball. Um, so that's where our focus is. But man, did yeah, our basketball was, teams have some battles back in the day? Some of the uh, some of the stats here, and uh, just to kind of refresh. Uh, yeah, it's been a fun battle. Uh, I can remember a lot, uh, going to the game. I believe in 2015. Probably yeah, it was 2015 when, when UNF uh, won the title. We played Gulf Coast on our home court, and I think it was our first first time in like two years uh, winning. And uh, we decided to, uh, me and a select few others decided to, to rush the court. Yeah, man, I know that feeling. I was always envious because you guys you guys serve like alcohol and stuff at your games, right? Uh, yes, they they still serve beer at UNF basketball games. Yeah, man, that's like we're FGCU has always been a dry campus at games, and I'm like, okay, I guess we got to wait till after the game to to really celebrate. But anyway, uh, 2011, 2012 was our freshman year, and um, first it was kind of FGCU and Mercer, and then it was sort of you know you guys and FGCU, then Lipscomb 
started coming on strong. And then, of course, Liberty joining the conference a couple of years ago, and they've been the top dog. And But, you know, the balance of power has really shifted. But my point being that UNF and FGCU had several year run where they were, you know, the top two teams. And it was just definitely a really good time to to watch basketball. You guys had some teams with uh, Dallas Moore and his floater would just break your heart if you're not an uh, Osprey fan. And, uh, you know, Bo Beach and, and just all those guys. It was fun to watch that team and obviously fun to root against them on, on our, our account. Yeah, Dallas, I mean, talking about Dallas Moore, man, was he fun to watch. Um, talk about, I mean, you need a bucket, uh, somebody you can count on, uh, just give it to him and he'll find a way to get to the hole. Um, Bo Beach was, was a fan favorite as well, being, being from Potomidra. A lot of the, the Jacksonville locals ride around him. He put on a good show at the NCAA tournament when UNF made it against Robert Morris in 2015. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a good run. It's almost uh, like UNF was starting to, to take over in the A-Sun uh, after Gulf Coast had, had made their runs. Um, just couldn't get to that, that next level that, that Gulf Coast was at, unfortunately. But we're still doing well. You know, we're, we're, we're doing good uh, in academics, continuing to, to move along. Uh, I think it should be interesting this year with uh, three new schools in the A-Sun. Uh, should really uh, spice things up. You know, I haven't honestly... Um, looked at much about, I haven't done much research on uh, Jacksonville State, Central Arkansas, and Eastern Kentucky's basketball program. I've, I've honestly been doing some, some ace on football research, getting excited about that. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that looks. Yeah, yeah, and uh, if, if you're listening to this, uh, check out the AQ7 podcast. That, that, that's, a good, that's a good podcast to learn more about FCS football and ace on football. I was listening to it the other day, and it's uh, pretty good listen pretty uh a lot of information cool and um so i mean recently not you know a couple of weeks ago a few weeks ago maybe a month um you know this new a sun pros page pops up on twitter and you know i'm here talking with the founder of that idea and page what made you start doing this um i know the conference is growing there's a lot of you know there's more history every year um but sort of what's your goal behind that so um, let's go back. Uh, I moved back to Jacksonville in December. Unfortunately, my mother passed away in July. I had moved back to Jacksonville after I graduated uh, back home down south in uh, Fort Lauderdale. And um, moved back up here once I got, once everything got settled with, with, with her passing and kind of continued my life and moved up here back with my friends. And... Uh, Got back to study for law school, which is what I had, you know, always thought I wanted to do and just wasn't really enjoying it. I emailed Nick Morrow, who's now the athletic director here at UNF. I, Nick was my, uh, former, former professor, so I'd always kept within reach with, with him. And I emailed him, hey, uh, is there any volunteer opportunities with, with UNF? And that response within uh, an hour. I reached out to the SID at UNF uh, for baseball and the ESPN Plus, Brock Borgeson, and we just hit the ground running, um, just volunteering for UNF, the athletics department, and just trying to figure out how I can continue to take things further and improve my skills uh, to get a job from the sports industry and just brainstorming ideas. I was thinking about Ospreys and the pros. I was just thinking, how can I go bigger or just, you know, and then uh, just decide, let's go A-Sun Pros and 
one day I I think I had the account made for two days, whatever, and wasn't going to start tweeting until a certain day. And then one day I was just like, you know, let's screw it. Let's just start tweeting. And the first tweet I did was a retweet of the, the Orioles lineup when Austin Hayes was playing uh, with, with no real plan or schedule. And now I've got a, a full-blown schedule of what I want to tweet, when I want to tweet, um, you know, ideas to tweet about. So it's just uh, it's just really an idea that, that – that's grown into something that's helping me build, strengthening my, my communication skills, my networking skills, you know, making new friends like yourself, uh, and just you know meeting new people because that's I really I really didn't do that the last couple years of my life, and um, so ready to make a change into the sports industry, and uh, happy to announce instead of volunteering uh, with UNF, uh, I will be actually working part time in the fall as an ESPN Plus game day assistant, working in the control room and working uh, behind the camera sometimes. I'm going to start as uh, soon as September with, with some volleyball games. Hey, that's awesome, man. And, you know, that's awesome. You're, you know, sort of trying to move things around and, and push through some stuff in your life. And it's great that you, you know, were on a track that <laughs> that you thought you wanted to be on and turns out you didn't. But, you know, you're finding a way to something that you do want. And, it's, I mean, all of us at Reacher Report aren't technically in the sports media and stuff like that. We started this because we want more news and there wasn't enough. So we decided to make it. That's, it's kind of our short tagline and reason. So, um, and you know, we're in the same, same business. Like I'm saying, we, our backgrounds don't come in that we're making those contacts and reaching out to people and, you know, it, we're glad to have you as a friend of the pod too. So we wish you luck there. Um, but you know, I, I did want to ask, being that we do cover FGCU over here, uh, your most recent podcast was with uh, an, a legend from FGCU from that those Dunk City Sweet Sixteen days, Chase Feeler. What was it like talking to him? He's been playing professionally out of the country for a long time now. And what was it like? Just tell us a little bit about that interview. Yeah, Chase is a great guy, I have to say. Uh, Chase was actually one of one of the first uh, handful of athletes to, to follow me. I started the page, and I just started tweeting left and right. I, I don't know. One of, the very, one of the very early retweets that I got that helped me was, was by Lipscomb University. They, they retweeted one of my tweets about one of their ballplayers, and Chase followed me out of nowhere. And uh, I was, you know, I was on top of the world. I was just so happy when I just started a new page. And, I mean, Chase Feeler, you know, <laughs> Dunk City, you know, it just followed me. And uh, here I am. I'm very excited. I reached out to Chase, and uh, he said, uh, you know, you know, my pleasure. You know, and he was he was thankful for, for for me creating the page. And that's what, honestly, a lot of these athletes that I've, that I've chatted with have said, you know, they're thankful that, that I'm covering uh, – themselves and and the Asan uh, more importantly a lot of attention uh, is drawn to the Asan after these guys move on uh, you know from the United States uh, it was uh, it was it was a good time it was a good chat and um, got to learn a little bit more about him personally and more about his time at, at Gulf Coast looking forward uh, to interviewing Bernard Thompson next I got in contact with him today uh, so. Should be looking to do that, release that uh, in late late August or or sometime in September. 
For sure. Bernard's was great for the program too, obviously. Uh, he's our, uh, the most points in program history all four years with us. And so I'm sure that'll be a good interview, but, uh, to speak to your point about, you know, it, it's, these guys have such storied careers in for their university and for the fans for those four years or however long they're at the school. And then they might, they might not go off into the NBA. They might not go off into whatever, you know, stateside professional sport league that there is, but you know, they're, they're playing professionally in, you know, Germany and somewhere South America or just something, you know, of that nature. And they still have professional careers. They're still balling out. And so it's always good to, you know, get them on. We try to get a couple of legends every off season, um, you know, just kind of going on that schedule, but it's definitely awesome for the conference too, just to have, um, you know, a brand like this, like that you're doing to cover those guys. But anyways, I did listen to the Chase Feeler episode. It is excellent. And FGCU fans, uh, A-Sun fans, you should definitely, you know, go ahead and listen and check it out. But that's really it from our end. Um, we want to thank you for coming on. It's great having you talking shop a little bit. Uh, if you ever mosey on down to Fort Myers for an FGCU UNF game, we'll have to catch a beer or something beforehand or whatever, whatever your drink of choice may be. Thank you for coming on, man. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. So we want to welcome a big-time newcomer to the podcast. I'm talking about 5'8", 155-pound point guard, a uh, transfer from Duquesne, Tavian Dunmartin. How you doing today, man? I'm doing real good, real good. How are you? Not too bad. Um, happy the week's over, but... Before we continue, congrats on becoming a father this off season. I saw some of those posts on, you know, Instagram and whatnot. Congratulations to you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Of course. And um, before we get started further, uh, so you're from the, I was doing research on you for our article coming out soon. Um, you're from the Huntington, uh, West Virginia area. West Virginia has been really good to FGCU in particular. Uh, we've had guys like Chase Feeler and then way in the early days, uh, Ryan Hopkins and uh, Brian Chrislip all coming from Parkersburg, which is, I think I looked and it's about an hour away from Huntington, something like that. By any chance, did you know any of those guys? Uh, no, I didn't know any of those guys. We obviously hope to have some of the same success with you that we've had with those guys. Like I said, West Virginia has been really good to Southwest Florida for whatever reason, but just to get to know you a little bit. I guess just kind of tell the people a little bit more about yourself, uh, favorite food, restaurant, favorite book or movie, uh, last song you listened to, and of course, uh, PlayStation or Xbox. Um, okay, so let's start off. I play PlayStation, or I play Fortnite a little bit. I play 2K, um, Call of Duty, Cold War. My favorite food, probably Mexican. Uh, I like a good Mexican spot. Love chips and salsa. I have nine siblings. I also played baseball, football before college. Favorite color, blue. That's that's really you know it's really most mostly about. I just I just work out work out and 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 chill. So I don't really do too much. Heard. 
Um, so just, you know, to transition back to basketball, you played your freshman season at Akron, um, had a really productive year, uh, by, you know, freshman standards, at least, um, on a really good team, transferred to Duquesne the following season, one sixth man in a good conference, really good score, productive player. I guess, can you just talk about your journey through all those programs and how you ended up choosing FGCU? So freshman, uh, I chose, I chose Akron. Because um, the coaching staff, I really like the coaching staff. I believed in them. I felt like it was a really good position for me to learn how to play the co- the game of college basketball and learn how to win uh, in the high in the high level. So that's why I chose uh, Akron. And then after my first year, my coach left and went to Duquesne, and he asked me to come and a few others. So I, I decided to go. Then I set out my first year at Duquesne. Then I played three years at Duquesne. And now I chose FGCU. Chose FGCU because the style of play is how I like to play. Fast pace, up and down, shoot threes, throw lobs, get the crowd going. Um, And I started just like at Duquesne. It just wasn't the right system for me. Uh, I still have love for all the coaches, all the players at, at Duquesne, all the fans. I still love Duquesne. I, it was it's, it's my home, so there's no, like, beef between me and Duquesne. Well, I hope not. There's no beef on my side. But And I just wanted my last year, you know, best opportunity for me to play at the next level. Also to have my son in a better better position than than I was growing up. So it's just all about what's best for me and my family, my girlfriend, and, and my son. So I really got to look out for them, and this was probably the best decision for me. So that's why I chose FGCU. Cool. We're definitely happy to have you over here. Um, I'm excited to see what everyone's going to do. So you're listed at 5'8", 155 pounds, which is obviously on the smaller side, um, you know, on paper. But we've watched highlights since you, you know, announced that you were coming over here and it definitely doesn't seem like like size has been something that's held you back. Can you speak to sort of playing as a quote unquote undersized guard um, and how you make that work? Yeah, it's uh, it started off when when I was little, just working out with my dad, seeing that I was just you know I was always the shortest one out there on the court, and people used to make fun of my height. People used to used to say that I couldn't play D one, I'm not gonna be able to play college basketball because I'm so short. And that just fueled me. That just um, made me want to go harder, grind harder. I feel like it's really no pressure on me. It's more pressure on the other people that have to defend me or play against me. Because at the end of the day, they're going to be like, oh, this little dude, he just out- outplayed you. Basically, everyone thinks it's about height. I just I just play the game that I love to my best of my ability. So it's not really a, a problem for me. It's been like, since my freshman year, you know, my sophomore year of high school is when I really stopped caring about what people had to say about my height and was just playing the game that I love to my full potential. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, based on those same highlights, um, you look like you're quick, a good shooter, and a pretty good slasher, too. Uh, do you agree with that? Um, I guess overall, what kind of player uh, do you view yourself as on the court? Um, I feel like I'm a scoring playmaker. Uh, I like to I like to get my teammates involved. I also can score the ball from uh, say mid range. I say all, I can say I say all three levels, but uh, people might say otherwise. 
But uh, I was just a scoring playmaker. Just get everybody involved, pass, play defense, score when I need to. Yeah, that's what I said. My my best attributes are. Okay. And we had uh, we had Carlos Rosario on here a couple weeks ago, and he mentioned getting some work in with you and working with you on the same teams and stuff like that in drills. Anybody else you've been getting work in with or spending time with? And did you know anybody else on the team prior to coming here? Um, I didn't know anybody on the team before before I came here. Um, but I've been getting in, I've been getting in some work with Matt, Andre, Andre Ware. Um, this is most of most of the big guys. And some of the guards, just because our offense is about to be ran, it's it's, it's going to be me and the bigs getting a, you know, having a feel for each other, and me and the guards having a feel for each other, just being ready to shoot the ball and knock it down. So I feel like I've been getting working with everybody, you know, to get everybody better and and well gelled together before the season. Heard and um. Lots of experience coming in, including you, um, and also lots of talent coming back with guys like Caleb and Cyrus, Dakota, Luis, etc. Um, where do you see yourself fitting in, and what do you feel like you bring to the table that is sort of unique to you? Um, I I feel like uh, I fit in. I fit in with everybody. My my job, my responsibility this year is be able to lead, bring energy every day. I'm trying to keep everyone positive, level-headed, trying to not have as many ups and downs, and just hit the ball in the hole and play defense and just try to be a good leader. So I feel like that's that's what my role is this year. I'm going to try to do the best that I can. Very cool. And uh, lastly, just to wrap things up, what are your personal and and or team goals for the rest of the off season and then for the upcoming year? Okay, uh, personally, just just to get better every day. Um, to get my mental better every day. This is probably the farthest I've ever been away from home. And also, like, my son not being here with me. Um, it's a lot to, you know, take on by myself. But uh, I just got to be strong. And for the team, I just I just want uh, all of us to get better. Uh, I want to go to the NCAA tournament. And I think this is the team that, that can do it and make a little run in the tournament. So just everyone just keeps their head, plays the role, and, that's what they're supposed to do. I think we can we can do something. Yes, sir. Uh, we want to thank you for coming on, for joining the podcast. Um, I'd love to talk again at some point, maybe at a practice, maybe uh, after a game, after you drop thirty or something like that in a post you know post game press conference, <laughs> um, whatever it may be. But thank you for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Once again, thank you guys for listening to this Creature Report podcast. As always, we appreciate it. And stay tuned. Hello, 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 and welcome to Screecher Report.